You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Groaning and yearning is the title of this devotion. I know we can groan for different reasons, like, oh my, people can make all kinds of funny noises when they don't like something or when they make me, getting out of bed and, you know, and whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. Not that kind of groaning. And this is biblical kind of groaning. Holy Spirit anointed kind of groaning. And it is actually, I am really pleased that it's called that because it is giving a typification, a identification to something spiritual that we have in the natural. When you're really hungry, you could feel that inward groaning of hunger. I mean, I know nowadays so many people have so much food all the time, they don't know really that much anymore what that's like, but you can really have an inward and you can feel it, where your muscles inside are pulling to be fed and your stomach is contracting because it's, it's not being fed and it's not expanding, it's contracting. That is a groaning feeling inwardly that can be real physical experience and a yearning for, for something to drink that is phenomenal. I, Virginia and I, we were on our way and I had not drank anything for a little while and we were traveling to go to our son's Joshua's house and his wife Sarah. And the kids, he has four kids, Edison, Eva, Gigi, and Gabriel. And the kids were playing this prank. They had filled up this drinking bottle that has Evian water in it, and they put lots of salt in the water. So when I walked into the door, one of the kids said to me, oh, granddad, you want some to drink? And I love Evian water. I said, yes. And so I, walk, 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 walk. I really poured it in, <laughs> poured it in there, they were laughing their heads off and when I swallowed it. Oh, it was so salty that water, it, it upset my stomach for just a few minutes. It was so salty. Oh, they thought it was so funny. Later they came, oh, granddad, sorry, it made you unwell. And I said, no, we're having a good time. But you see, that yearning to drink something was so strong in me because I was so thirsty. Okay, so this is something that I want to use to make this point that the scripture teaches here. Groaning and yearning is the title of this devotion. Listen to Romans chapter 8, starting at verse 26. So too, the Holy Spirit comes to our aid and bears us up in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray. We do not know what prayer to offer, nor how to offer it worthily as we ought. But the Spirit himself goes to meet our supplication and pleads in 
our behalf with unspeakable yearnings and groanings too deep for our utterance, too deep for us to be able to express. And he, God, who searches the hearts of men, knows what is the mind of the Holy Spirit, what his intent is, because the Spirit intercedes and pleads before God in behalf of the saints according to and in harmony with God's will. Okay, groanings and yearnings of the Holy Spirit yearning in you, interceding in you for the will of the Father to become manifest in your daily living, <laughs> to become a daily reality for you. And, and the Bible describes this in interesting ways. You see, James, for example, he can be sharp, James. Uh, he is the natural one of the four natural brothers of Jesus. And he says in chapter 4, uh, chapter 4, verse 5, Or do you suppose that the scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, The spirit whom he has caused to dwell in us yearns over us, and he yearns for the Spirit to be welcome with joyous love again. Do you suppose that the Scripture is speaking to no purpose that says, the Spirit whom He has caused to dwell in us yearns over us, and He yearns for the Spirit to be welcomed with joyous love? So, James is, is talking about how God longs for our hearts and spirits to be true to Him. That's the, what He's talking about. How God longs for us to be true. Anybody who's truly in love with somebody wants that somebody to be true to them and not have divided affections. You want to win their love to the point where their love is for you and your love is for them. As it says in Songs of Solomon, my love, my beloved is mine and I am my beloved. And you long for that. And that is God's longing. Think about it. When, when Jacob, who was to represent the tribes of Israel, who embodied different characteristics of God's nature, when he got married with Leah, his first wife, and Leah saw that her husband didn't love her, that her husband had no affection for her personally. He didn't feel in love with her. He wasn't looking at her and going, wow, babe, my God, you warm my heart. You make me want to be with you. You, you. you know, everything inside of me is on fire for you. She, he didn't have that at all and it hurt her terribly to not be loved. And then God saw that she was not loved. So he opened her womb. And when she had a moment with her husband, she became pregnant and she called her first son Reuben, which means seeing that I'm not loved. And she thought, now my husband will see me. 
he would look at me and love me. But no, he didn't. So then God opened her womb again and again in a time with him, she conceived and she had another son and she called him Simeon. And I think one is heard. The first one is heard. Reuben means heard and Simeon means seen or the other way around. But, and, and she said, now my husband will look at me or at first now he will hear me. Now he will look at me, but no. And then she again conceived and brought forth a son and she called him Levi which means now my husband will be attached to me. He will want to be with me. But no, again it didn't happen. And her pain was still not quieted. It was still crying in her, yearning in her, but she brought it before God. And again, she conceived and she brought forth a son and she called him Judah. And she says, and now I will praise God. He hears, he sees. He wants me to be attached to him as he's attached to me. So I will praise him. And she stopped bearing. You read it. I think it's in, in, in Genesis chapter 39. And, and it's actually quite beautiful that God, through the tribes of Israel, is trying to show what he's looking for. You see, and, and how his spirit throughout all of the history of man has always longed for us to be attached to him and to be one with him and to enjoy him and be satisfied in him and to be satisfied in him being the source of every blessing and joy in life. And so the spirit yearns with jealousy within us, James is saying. He yearns with jealousy for us to be wholly given to God. Friends, that is the groaning. That is the yearning that the Spirit brings into our being. And in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, I'll read you scripture and then I'm going to just in closing go through something else with you. Chapter 5 verse 19, it says, Do not quench, suppress, subdue the Holy Spirit. You know, when you get that inward feeling, oh God, I, I feel distant. Oh God, I don't feel your presence. Oh God, I, I feel so self-conscious. Oh God, I feel such earthliness. Oh God, I feel the world pulling on me. I don't like that pulling. I'm not of the world. You know, and, and that is the groaning, the yearning of the Spirit. Don't suppress that. Begin to worship and pray. Begin to speak it with your mouth and you will begin to see how the Lord begins to draw you to himself and attract you to himself. And I'll take you here in closing to Galatians, please, chapter five. Uh, now let's start at chapter one of Galatians, okay? This book describes well, the yearning and groaning of the spirit. This book, Galatians, you read these six little chapters and you'll see exactly the Holy Spirit groaning within us. And that that Holy Spirit groaning is so opposing that earthly, fleshly, worldly spirit in us. And it's saying, no, don't follow the way of self-satisfaction. Follow the way of being satisfied in God, completing God, fulfilled in God, because God will satisfy you and he will give you more than you ask for. So here he says in Galatians 1, starting at verse 3, grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, 
To him be glory forever and ever. Verse 6. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him, from God, who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel, right? To a different gospel. And then if we go to chapter 3, verse 1. Oh, foolish Galatians, who's bewitched you? that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. This I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish, having begun in the Spirit, that you're now being made perfect by the flesh? Have you suffered so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law, by the hearing of faith? So the Apostle Paul here is interceding with that. He's saying, why do you start looking to do those things as if that's going to give you the wonderful fellowship with God instead of just trusting in Him and yielding to that Spirit. And friends, we can all do it and we've done it. We go, oh, I haven't done this or I haven't done that. And those things may be important and they may be valuable. But what you need to do is go into a place of prayer and say, oh, Father, I know your Holy Spirit dwells in me. I know you've purchased me with the blood and that I have become the temple of your Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit whom you've given me that abides with me forever. John 14, verse 16. Father, I thank you, the Holy Spirit, that abides with me forever. I want again awaken that yearning. I want to awaken that groaning. I want to know that groaning where the Holy Spirit intercedes for me according to your perfect will. I want to come into that consciousness of your perfect will, Father. I want again awaken the inner voice of your spirit, that inner yearning, that inter, inter, inner intercession, that inner groaning and yearning of your spirit. Father, I want to wake it again. I want to wake it again. And you begin to pray and you begin to pray and you begin to pray and you look up these different scriptures and you begin to worship and lift your hands. You read psalms and worship and sing and worship and sing. There it is. Oh, I can feel it yearning in me. I can feel it groaning in me. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father, that you've never given up on me, that you've not set me aside, but that you are still laboring in me by your Spirit to present me to you holy and without blame in your sight through your love. Oh, Father, thank you. Thank you, Father. I never, ever want that voice to go quiet in me. I, I will always know you interceding in me by your spirit so to keep me in perfect harmony with you father i thank you for the love you have for me that you never give up to me amen have a good day